Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Sunday, May 28th, 2023. Lies! It's actually Wednesday. What's today? The 24th. It's, it's the eve of my birthday. I'll be turning 39 tomorrow, and um, that should be fun. It's my last, my last year as a man in his 30s. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for choosing of all the strange corners of the internet you've landed here. And, uh, oh, what a show I have for you. I'm going to be sharing some tunes from the one and only Necrogoblicon. If you don't know what Necrogoblicon is, uh, it's goblin metal. In fact, I believe if you type in, let's try this out together, goblin metal. If you type goblin metal into Google, there's only one band that comes up, okay? I don't know if there's any other goblin metal music. Are there? The music is a uniquely creative blend of melodic death metal, folk metal, and bits and snatches of symphonic black metal thrown in for good measure. Is there other goblin metal? I feel like there isn't, right? Yeah, it's just Necrogoblicon, right? No, nocleansinging.com apparently says that there's other. No, no, never mind. The only band here that they're referring to is Necrogoblicon. I'm sure many fans have looked into this and... This is the uh, Necrogoblicon has a <clears> – <throat> how many times can I say Necrogoblicon in a minute? They, they – um, there's a song of theirs that says we need a gimmick. Perhaps that's meta to the fact that they have a goblin on stage. Um, I did post on Instagram, by the way, a photo from the show I attended of theirs at the auto bar. But why am I going on and on about Necrogoblicon, you ask? Um, I am old friends with their drummer apparently – uh, fans of the podcast, longtime fans, you might have remembered an interview I did with Eric W. Brown, um, the legendary Eric Brown. And he has been playing with this band for some time now. And they, this was the the tour of all tours. I didn't realize this when, we, when I went to go see them at the Auto Bar in Baltimore. Uh, they have toured not as the headlining act, um, but as support for uh, a small band, you might have heard of them, Guar. So being able to go out on tour with a big-name band like Guar and go all around the country, indeed, I think, multiple countries, and uh, but you know, post-pandemic, this was their first time being the main act on a tour. And I didn't realize that when I met up with my buddy. And that was a big deal. And I was, I, you know... I was really happy to be able to go and support him. And as a musician, you know, my relationship to the live show experience is usually the one performing. And so it was kind of cool to be there, you know, and be like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on the guest list. And, you know, seeing my buddy take the stage and then, you know, seeing him as he's on stage and being like, oh, hey, it's like that's when we're catching up, but not really. But it's like, hey. How's it going? And then we get to, I don't know how to put it. It, The words are clearly escaping me, but I know what it's like to be on stage as a performer and then see people who I haven't seen in a long time. I like recognize them during the performance with the intention of them being like, oh, I'm after the show's over, we're going to like actually catch up. And so getting to do that uh, with Eric was really fun. Also was what was really fun uh, was he, uh, (laughs) there was a moment where, I was I if, for those of you who've been to the Auto Bar in Baltimore, there's a side 
like balcony area. And I was up there with my lovely wife, Kelly, in the balcony. And there were these people. There was like a reserved seating section. Of course, you know, for me, I'm just like, okay, well, like, no one's standing here, so <laughs> no one's going to yell at me. So I, I like get over to close to. So I, I care about Eric. The rest of the band is is cool and it's a entertaining show. But I wanted to like get close to be able to like watch Eric do his craft, right? And um, and but that I would go in and out. And there was a moment where so there was these people in front of us, and uh, they were like getting my attention. I wasn't paying attention to something, something else. And they were getting my attention. They're like, Hey, Hey, you know, like in the middle of the show. And I was like, what, what is it? And, uh, and like Eric was trying to throw one of his drumsticks up uh, to the balcony or whatever. I guess he was trying to like get them to get me so that I would catch the drumstick, but I'm out to lunch. And so I, so I, I, I miss it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. And I like go over closer to the drum kit and I'm trying to like get him. I'm like, oh, I'm here to catch the stick now. <laughs> Again, this is all in the middle of the song. He's playing. He like looks at me. He's like, uh, I'm sorry. I only have one. I only have one stick to throw for that trick, you know. Um, but uh, speaking of stick tricks, uh, Eric was talking about at the end of the show, like, you know, how he's mastered two of them. And I'm like, you know, there's the if you've seen drummers do like the stick twirl, right? You know what I'm talking about? They hold one arm up and they're twirling. So that's classic. And then the other one is uh, um, the snare drum hand for standard drummers who are hitting the snare drum with their left hand. Um, I, th- I, th- I think that's it. I think the left hand, like, because the snare drum is usually on two and four for four, four, four songs. I'm nerding out here so hard. For those of you who are not musicians and you're just stand by, I'm going to play a track from Necrogoblicon in just a minute. Okay, I promise we'll get through, we'll get through this together. Uh, the, there's like a trick where he like flips it up. He, he'll, he'll like flip the stick, but then catch it, you know, and then, and then hit it on two and on four or whatever, which is impressive. Um, but the next time I see this band, uh, I expect him to do more tricks. I was actually giving him shit at the end of the show. I was like, dude, you can sing. You've got a mic goblin metal, you know, being what it is. Okay. There is opportunity for some harmonizing and, um, Eric's a man of many talents. I know he can get it done. So uh, that's my plea to him. Also, his mom was at the show. And, uh, you know, when you're touring around the whole country, it's a special show. It's like, hey, my mom's at the show. And it was funny because everyone in the crowd, uh, you know, he's like, hey, mom. I can't remember. He's like, hey, my mom's at the show. Like, And then maybe the lead singer was like, hey, mom. And then like everyone in the crowd kind of turned around to the up the bar in the back and was like, hey, mom. <laughs> and then after the show, we were, we were catching up and, and talking and uh, his mom was like, oh, I didn't. I, I, she must have been out to lunch. She and I have that in common. We're just we're not there for Eric when he needs us. OK. All right. There's more. I, I want to nerd out here a little bit more, but let me share a track with you. So for those of you who might not be into the death metal scene. I promise you, this track uh, is more accessible. I forget what Eric called them. He was referring to them as like the... There was a certain name for it. I don't remember what it was, but it's like tracks that are, you know, more accessible. They're not They're not like the intense blast beats and, you know, the aggressive screaming and stuff. It's like anth- more anthem kind of music. You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, so this is... Um, what album is this off of? I should really hold on a second. This is uh see how prepared I am? Hold on a second. 
Necro Goblicon. So this is from their album. What album is this? God damn it. The song is called Goblins, and it's by Necrogoblicon, but I can't fucking... I'll tell you what album it is on the other side of the song. Okay, here is Goblins. I've been spending too much time with goblins I hear them whispering to me Words I try to solve the problem oh, There's just another goblin, alright Just another goblin in my life 
Okay. All right. So that was Goblins. Um, that was from their album, uh, Welcome to Bonkers. Now, what happened? I just had their discography of, up, and I here we go. That album was released in 2018. And I still believe in goblins. Um, their their album Goblin Island from back in 2006. That's where you get a little bit of the backstory. Where did these goblins come from? Uh, I really appreciate the depth to which the overarching narrative uh, is carried through by this band. Um, their most recent album, The Fundamental, what is it? The Fundamental Slimes and Humors, was released in 2022. So I suppose this is the tour there going on. Uh, to promote that album and really love their artwork, dude. Go check it, check them out. Just Google Necrogoblicon. Also, I'm going to share a song on this episode where I think two of the, that, that song didn't have a music video, but the next two songs I'll share have music videos. So that's worth seeing as well because one of the draws of, or one of the features of this band is just the very cool visuals that they have with the actual goblin I believe his name is John Goblicon. Do I have that correct? Uh, So he's very charismatic. And, you know, one of the things actually that I really, really enjoyed was just watching the energy from the view, like I said, on the balcony, watching there was this, oh my God, I, I don't know what song it was, but there was this one song where, I mean, the energy is, if you've been to any kind of, hardcore show, metal show. I mean, even, even rock shows, of course, like just any show where there's going to be a mosh pit. You, if you've ever been in a mosh pit, uh, it's, it's its own thing. And you sign up for, uh, bruises and spinal injuries and whatever. But this was the first time I saw the goblin, like is basically non-verbally gesturing to the crowd to like part the the seas like Moses parting that he's like he's like making space and so everyone it's a sold out show but everyone's able to kind of squish together to make this like uh void this empty space in the in the of a, like a, a tunnel almost right and then and then like once the song begins it's like the beginning of it's like it's like a what's it called fucking um what's the dude's name Braveheart <laughs> Mel Gibson, it's like war. It's like we're going to just smash these two sides together, the two clans, right? It was so fucking cool. Um, Also, I should say, I believe there was like a seven-year-old. This is a Saturday night show, and I think Kelly and I got there around, I don't know, 9.30 or 10 or whatever. We we missed the three opening bands. Um, So we're one of those fans. You know know who you are, fellow fans that only show up to your friend's band. Where they're like, hey, I got a show. And they're like, what time are you going on? I don't give a fuck about the opening. And then there's like actual music fans that are like, I want to support everyone. I'm kind of both. But on that night, I was just there for Eric. So anyway, uh, where was I going with all that? Um, yes. So there was a there was a child in the in the front row. And her parents were there. There were two. There was like a teenager, but then like there was like a seven or eight year old or something. Maybe she was nine. I don't know. She was young. She was a young kid. And the parents were like trying to protect her from the moshing that was happening. And just as a fellow parent, I was just like, well, obviously you all are hardcore Necrogoblicon fans because you're at the show. But you also did your babysitter cancel or were you always planning on bringing 
your young child to a metal show. You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm, am I sounding judgy? I don't mean to be judgy. I, I, I just, if I'm going to judge them on anything, it's that the merch table had earplugs, okay? Give your child earplugs. God damn it. Ugh. Okay. Um, shall we play another track? And then I have to ramble about the fact that I suck at, for those of you who tuned into last week's show, uh, I made a prediction. Okay, my prediction was that the NHL championship finals would be the Dallas Stars versus the Hurricanes. And for longtime fans, you know that I'm historically terrible, which means you should always bet against what I'm saying. Right now, as of today, Wednesday, May 24th, the Dallas Stars are down 3-0 and in the series, and the Hurricanes are down 3-0 and in the series. So I, I bet it's going to be the Golden Knights versus the Panthers. I think I said the Stars were versus the Canes and that the Stars would win. Hey, you know, no, who knows? It's Wednesday. Maybe there'll be an epic comeback. What are the st- stats on that? It's like, what, 20% or less? It's, it's not going to happen, right? Four unanswered wins on both of those conference finals. It's just not going to happen. <coughs> all right, I'm all worked up. You got me verklempt. Okay, let me share another track here. Uh, this, where am I? This one is... This one is No One Survives. Go watch the music video of this one. This I think this is one of their most successful music videos, and it's no surprise why. It's fucking awesome. So, without further delay, No One Survives. Let's 
Variety. So that was No One Survives um, off of Necrogoblicon's album Stench. And fun fact, that's not what the track actually sounds like. You can tell that I just got that off of YouTube. Um, that's the video. Go watch the video. Fun fact about that video, it came out in 2012 and got 1.5 million views in the first three months. So it's uh, well well made, well directed. Good, good job, Brandon Dermer. Um, one other thing to say about this auto bar show was uh, just the appreciation I have from musician to musician about little references and nods. And there was a time in the set when Eric was playing eighth notes on the ride cymbal and decided to do the, um, you know, for folks who are familiar with the band Korn, their self-titled album uh, opening track Blind starts out with, um, what's Korn's drummer's name? I forget his uh, Korn drummer. Da- is it David something? Joey Jordison. What? Joey Jordison didn't play drums for Corn. He's a Slipknot guy. Did he play drums for Corn? No, who's the the original? Played drums during Corn's live shows. David Silveria. Thank you. David Silveria. Anyway, so Eric was doing that. It was a nod to Blind from Corn and uh he he looked up at me when he did that and I was like, "You motherfucker. That's it's a cool experience, you know." Because not everyone's going to get that reference, right? So it's like, here's a reference. Who gets it? He was telling me after the show. He's like, yeah, I've been playing around with that. Like, I imagine when you go from venue to venue, when he does that, he's like looking <laughs> for the people who recognize it. Um, and yeah, and then, and then I haven't listened to Korn songs in so long. And then so after that show, now I'm working out. I'm at the whiteboard crossing off like physical therapy workouts and I'm listening to Adidas. I'm listening to Freak on a Leash, all that shit, you know. Um, fun times. Anyway, all right, I'm going to leave you all. Uh, we're at 25 minutes now with all these tracks. So I'm going to leave you all with one more uh, track from Necrogoblicon. This song is called Bones, and it is from their album, uh, The Fundamental Slimes and Humors. Necrogoblicon on tour now. Check them out. And um, I think this is because, again, I got this from YouTube. I think the audio might be a little quieter, so you have to blast it up. But this is Bones. And thanks for listening. Thanks all for listening. Until next time, I'll see you all. Oh, I didn't promote anything this episode. I forgot to fucking promote something. Let me promote something. Uh, Let's talk about Kiva. Listeners can join our Kiva team. Kiva is an international nonprofit with a mission to expand financial access to help underserved Communities thrive. More than 1.7 billion people around the world are unbanked and can't access the financial services they need. Team Robley wants your help in our effort to bring more good into being. If you want to join our team, follow the link in the show notes to get started. And by joining our team and lending as little as $25 on Kiva, you can be part of the solution and make a real difference in someone's life. 100% of every dollar you lend on Kiva goes to funding loans. Um, so help us, help us in that effort. And uh, here is Bones.
The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer, this podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Mm-hmm.